in this week's PSA. Black AF missed the mark. I expected so much more from Kenya Bears, but it really just fell flat. Megan Thee Stallion's remix with Beyonce was better than Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat's remix of Say So. But, don't get it twisted. I still like all four of those ladies. Can somebody tell me why these states want to open back up even though their cases of the coronavirus continue to increase and there's also still no vaccine for this thing? Why is it that when white people protest about the stay-at-home orders, they show up, they're yelling, they're aggressive, they have guns, it's considered exercising their right to have a voice, but when black people protest over innocent lives being lost at the hands of police, we're told that we're overreacting and being militant and aggressive. Thank you, America, land of the free, home of the brave. Welcome to the Melanin Forum, a safe place where we address social, political, and religious issues affecting the minority community. A safe place where we create community and connection while also being educational and informative. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Forum. I'm your host, Alex, and you are now listening to episode five. So we're going to get straight into it today. So I'm sure by now you've heard about the case of Ahmaud Aubrey, the black jogger in Georgia that was shot by the white father and son, Gregory and Travis McMichael. And although the incident happened in February, it wasn't until 10 weeks later that an actual arrest was made. And the arrest came only after the video surfaced of the actual shooting of Ahmad. And the videos, you know, caused a lot of outrage among the community, especially the African-American community, wanting answers as to, you know, why no arrests had been made and why it took so long to begin truly pursuing this case. And so in incidents like this, the first question you have to ask yourself is if Ahmad had been white, would the situation have gone differently and will we even be here today having this conversation so the question remains why did it take them so long to make the needed arrest when the evidence was very clear from the beginning was Amaya seen as just another black boy another hashtag, another Jordan Davis, another Philando Castile, another Trayvon Martin. Was his life not valuable enough to take action at that time? If the video hadn't even come out, what would have happened to this case? And in instances like this, it's rare that black people are given the benefit of the doubt. Usually, we are guilty until proven innocent, whereas white people are thought to be innocent until proven guilty. And why is it that 
white people are taught to fear black people before we even speak. A lot of them tend to believe that they know who we are, they know our kind, air quotes, and they constantly try to define us. They try to create our narrative to make them feel better about themselves for whatever reason, which is why I'm not surprised that they tried to pull up old cases on Ahmad, and it's as if the goal is to always frame the person to be dehumanized, to make this black person out to be less than, to focus on negative aspects of their character. But the truth of the matter is, who was Ahmad before that day? And unfortunately, he's not here to defend himself. He's not here to tell his story. And that's the tragedy. We lose our ability to tell our stories for what they really are. And in cases like this, you know, we just get reduced to being the black jogger, the black boy, the black runner, and you lose sense of Ahmad being a person, a human being, a real person who had a life, a life that was valued, a person who had a future that was unfortunately cut short. And it reminds me of when they see us. And the point of that whole series was to tell the true story of each of those boys and not just label them as the Central Park Five, but focus on the stories of Corey Weiss, Kevin Richardson, Raymond Santana, Antron McRae, Yusuf Salam, and make people see these black boys as black men, humans. First, they are real people with real lives who had stories to tell. And when you really get the opportunity to see who they were, suddenly you understand the situation was much bigger than them and you are able to see the whole picture and you realize that they're not just another black boy and Ahmad is not just a black jogger, a black runner. There's so much more to be told to that person's story. And so it becomes a fight to create our own narratives and, and take back this this stereotyping. Because we are more than just our skin. We are more than just this one incident that will essentially define him. He's gone. But ultimately, when people go back to Google him. When people go back to look at this case, I guarantee you the focus won't be so much on his story, on his real story. It won't be on making him human, making him relatable of how he ended up in the incident that he did, but it'll be focused on how he was being aggressive or how they thought he had, you know, committed some kind of burglary and he was acting suspicious and I, I'm i just tired of that. I just wish there was a better way to really take back our voices and really be heard and really be seen for who we are and have the opportunity to openly tell that story and to reframe the narrative. So I don't want people to think that I'm trying to say Ahmad was guilty or innocent, but what I am saying is that 
I don't want you to lose sight of him as a person, him as a human being. He was someone's son. He was someone's friend. And he had a life. He had a future. And that was valuable to him and to those around him. And in cases like this, if you lose sight of who this person was prior to this incident, especially this black person, who he was prior to this incident, if you lose sight of that and seeing him as that, then you buy into the dehumanizing, the the meaning of the character and making him out to be less than. And that is just, it, it, it buys into this, this stereotype of who they want us to be in this box that they try to throw us in constantly. And I don't understand why the system continues to even use this as a thing like it's sad to say that it's worked for so long in so many cases but there needs to be some way to speak up for these people so that their voices are truly heard even after they aren't here to defend themselves like so as I you know, do my research on this case and follow along. I don't think I've yet to see a story that really delves into who Ahmad was prior to the incident. Um, there are hints of, of things here and there, um, but nothing that's like really shedding light on his character prior to that shooting in February. Nothing that makes him seem more human, seem as if his life had meaning, make his life seem more valuable and connected to those around him. And I'm really sad that I haven't found that story and why that story does not exist. Um, but it should, it should be out there. Someone should write it. I would love to read it. <laughs> um, but I'm not, I'm also not surprised because no one ever really seems to think that these are the stories that, that matter. So I want to end this episode with a disclaimer that I don't want anyone to think that I believe all white people think this way because I know that's not true. But what I am saying is that we all recognize that there's a pattern of racism that has existed in this country for many years and it cannot be ignored when addressing issues as such. And so I just want to say that I know that there are people outside of the African American community who do support black people, you know, but when you are supporting someone, support them through the good and the bad not just when things are good and then when stuff gets rough you go silent you know i i don't believe in you know stealing our rhythms but not really partaking in our blues and being just as vocal about that where you stand because that is a testament of your of your true character when the fire hits and more than anything my point of this of this whole episode is just for the African-American community to continue to fight to really tell the stories of these people of who they were before they were murdered 
and to make sure that we remember that their life had meaning, that it had value, that these people all had futures that were um, unfortunately cut short for whatever reason, but that when we are remembering them, when we are discussing them, not to forget who they are and fighting to tell those stories to make them more human, to make them more relatable and not just another black jogger, another black boy or another hashtag. We have to be adamant about being a voice and not losing sight of that and and being willing to fight for that and making sure that our community is heard during times like this. So until next time, I will see you guys in the next episode.